0: Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston, Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you.
1: Praise the Lord, Mount Calvary. Come on, open up your mouth and clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. If you have breath in your body, that's enough to give him praise. Open up your mouth and tell him "Thank Thank thank you. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us another day. So that's enough to give him glory, honor, and praise. Come on, give him your best, because he's given us his best. Open up your mouth and give him glory. He's awesome in all of his ways. He's wonderful. He's He's an awesome God, a mighty God. Today we're coming from Scripture, Isaiah 9, 6. Isaiah 9, 6. It says, For unto us child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. One more time. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And, And so he's not just a normal child, he's just not a normal son. The government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called wonderful counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He's just not a normal God, he's just not a normal person. So you gotta do something that's not normal and give him glory. You gotta do something that's not normal and give him honor. You gotta do something out of the norm and give him what's due, his name. He's a mighty God, a Prince of Peace, an Everlasting Father, a wonderful counselor. He's the all in all. He is everything we need and more. Give God what is due, his name give something that's not normal and give him what is due in his name your best hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. dear lord we thank you for this day we thank you for this wonderful beautiful day oh god we thank you lord we thank you god we thank you come in this place and have your way oh god sit in this place and have your way dear heavenly father Come into our houses, come into our homes, our our bathrooms, our bedrooms, our living rooms, our kitchen, and have your way in our lives today, the Lord. Not just today, but every day, oh God. We want to see your face. We want to see you throw your weight around, oh God. We thank you, Jesus, for being a living God. We thank you for your word that's never dead. It's yet alive. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. Have your way, oh God. In your name we pray. Amen. little simple song. We all know it. We just usually sing it around Christmas or Easter time, resurrection time, but I thought it would be befitting for us to do it now because he's still living. His word is still alive, so why not? Yeah. Bread of heaven
0: sent down from glory Many things Oh. the same God with us the living truth and what a friend we have in you You are the living word. Say He is the living word. 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 He is the living God. Say He is the living God. He is the living God. Say He is the living God. He is the living God. Say He is the living God. 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 He is the righteous God. Say, He is the righteous God. He is the righteous God. Say, He is the righteous God. He is the awesome God. Say, He is the awesome God. Say, He is the awesome God. He is the awesome God. Bread of heaven, yeah. send down from blood Bye.
1: Because He lives, I can face tomorrow.
0: Because He lives, thank you, Jesus. Our fears are gone. Years of life is worth it. I know the life is worth The Living God because I know He lives. Come on and live. give your Living God what's due His name. I dare you to do it. Try your lips for my Living God. I know Him to be faithful. I know him to be just. I know him to be a healer. Why? You're looking at a healer. You're looking at what he's done. You're looking at what he's done. You're looking at what he's done. When you're able to wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and see yourself. Wash your own teeth. Wash your own face. You've seen a miracle. So open up your mouth and give him glory.
1: Let's give him glory and let's praise his name. Let's praise his name and let's give him glory. Let's give him glory and let's praise his name. Hallelujah. Come on, let's do it. Come on, let's do it real big. Yeah, yeah. Come on, let's sing. Oh, let's sing.
0: come to do, yeah, praise, praise Him, yeah. say praise, praise Him, praise Him. Because praise Him. say Jesus, Savior. This time let's say God is alright. God is all right. rock, right. right here. Say God. Now oh, Jesus, Jesus, wonderful, Jesus, beautiful, Jesus, wonderful, Jesus. I love to call on His name, say Jesus. His only name under men. All the men can be saved. I love to call on his name The only name that can be called I love to call on Jesus I love to call on his name The wonderful counsel of Jesus To so we can offer him Jesus Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus Jesus. Oh, Jesus Sing Jesus. it out Jesus Blessed you, say I know that Jesus. He's worthy.
1: Be worth. So since He's worthy, give Him glory
0: Since He's worthy, give Him what's to His name Since He's worthy He's worthy. He is worthy. So give Him what's to his name. we have nothing else to do. Give him what's to his name. Give him the attention. Give him the shine. Give him the glory. Because it's to his name. Because it's to his name. Because it's to his name. Give him the glory.
2: good morning saints of god we give him glory that is due unto his name he is jesus our blessed savior and he is worthy to be praised Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And thank God he has seated us in those heavenly places in close proximity to all those spiritual blessings. What a wonderful Savior we serve! What a wonderful Savior we serve. We're glad. That you are able to join us today. We wish that we could all be together here in the sanctuary. But until that time, we're grateful for the technology and for the people behind the technology who make it possible for us to worship together virtually. Just before we get into the lesson for today, we do have a message of thanks from Mrs. Lucinda Sinclair. She thanks us for praying for her husband uh, while he was going through some illness. Uh, The prayers, the, the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. And Mrs. Sinclair wants to thank the Mount Calvary family for our prayers. When we were last together... We left off with Paul and his companions in Pisidian Antioch. And there on the Sabbath day, they went into the synagogue and Paul was invited to come and encourage the people. Acts chapter 13, I'm just giving you a little bit of background. We're going to get to Acts chapter 14 in just a minute. And so he stands up and he begins to preach. And he starts talking about the God of their history. The God who brought them out of Egypt and orchestrated everything right up through Jesus, who is the Christ. And Paul speaks so eloquently and convincingly that they are invited back on the next Sabbath to explain things further. And the Bible says that the next Sabbath... Almost the whole city came to hear the word of the Lord, and when the Jews heard it, they got jealous and stirred up trouble, but the Gentiles were glad to hear the word of the Lord, and the word of the Lord spread throughout that entire area, Paul and Barnabas were uh were making big trouble for themselves preaching the word of god they were making so much trouble that they ended up being expelled from the city so the bible says they shook the dust off their feet and they moved on because saints sometimes that's just what you have to do when you've given the best of your service when you've completed your assignment when the season changes When they kick you out for righteousness' sake, sometimes you don't have to fight to stay. You don't have to throw a tantrum. Sometimes you just shake off the dust. Don't take any of that dirt with you into the next season. Don't take the mess from where you've been to where you're going. Sometimes you shake off the dust and keep it moving. So they head for Iconium. And that brings us to chapter 14. When they get to Iconium, Paul and Barnabas go to the Jewish synagogue and spoke as they had before. And the Bible says that a great number of Jews and Greeks believed. But of course, some of the Jews who rejected the faith tried to stir up the Gentiles, but Paul and Barnabas stayed there and kept preaching the word. And the Lord kept giving them signs and wonders to confirm what they were saying. And these men of God get into more trouble. They get wind of a plot to stone them, so they get out of there and they go to Lystra and Derby and keep preaching the word. And there in Lystra, the Bible says, there was a man, a lame man, who was full of faith. And he was sitting there listening to Paul, and Paul saw his faith As he was preaching and just told him, stand up, get up on your feet. And the Bible says that lame man jumped up and began to walk. Now when the people saw this, they got excited and they started to say, the gods have taken human form and come down to visit us. They called Barnabas Zeus and they thought Paul was Hermes since he was the main speaker as a matter of fact there was a temple dedicated to Zeus that was located outside the city and the priest from that temple brought bulls and wanted to offer sacrifices to Paul and Barnabas but Paul and Barnabas said hey wait a minute we are just humans like you all we're just trying to introduce you to God and wouldn't you know it before it's over and done with some people come into the midst And start stirring up trouble for Paul and Barnabas again. And the same people who just a minute ago were trying to offer sacrifices to these guys now are ready to kill these guys. The same folk that were shouting their praises a few verses earlier have been won over by some of the Jews that followed Paul and Barnabas from Antioch and Iconium and now... They stoned Paul and dragged his limp body outside of the city and left him for dead. But the New International Version of the Bible says that when the disciples surrounded him, New Living Translation says, as the believers gathered around him, Darby Translation says, while the disciples encircled him, he got up. Did you catch that? The people stoned him, dragged his nearly lifeless, limp, beaten, battered body out of the city, leaving him for dead. But the disciples, the saints, the church came together around him and he got up and went back into the city. Saints, I don't care what anybody says. There comes a time in all of our lives when we need the saints to gather around. When we need true disciples, real students of God's word, authentic believers to huddle around us. Now, I know, I know that we live in a day and time when we like to think, all I need is me. Just me and Jesus. I got Jesus. And that's enough. I know, I know. We live in a time when we believe that we can take or leave the Lord's church. But let me tell you, there is some strength to be gained when the people of God come together around you when you've been battered by life, beaten by circumstance, mistreated by the same people who were trying to praise you a few verses earlier, when they have beaten the stuffing out of you and dragged you out of the city as it were and leave you for dead. There comes a time when you're just glad to look up And see the saints have surrounded you when you know that somebody is praying for you, when you can feel the prayers of the saints, and somehow you find the strength to get back up again. And that's really what we're going to talk about today. I want to preach for a little bit from this subject strengthening the saints strengthening the saints our scripture lesson for today begins at verse 21 of chapter 14 and we'll just read two verses from the king james version of the holy bible and here's how it reads acts chapter 14 at verse 21 and when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many They returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch. Verse 22, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Verses 21 and 22 of Acts chapter 14. so after Paul had gotten up and went back into the city he stayed there for one more night and then the next day he and Barnabas left for Derbe they preached there in that city and taught many and then returned to Lystra to Iconium and Antioch he returned to where they hated him enough to stone him and leave him for dead. Paul returned to those places, but he returned to strengthen those people who were now in the places where he had been. You do see that, don't you? Paul had been through some things in Lystra, in Iconium, and in Antioch. At Antioch, the Jews stirred up some powerful women against Paul and Barnabas, some women who were powerful enough to get these guys expelled from the city. At Iconium, the Jews and Gentiles got together and plotted against Paul and his crew. They plotted to mistreat them and stone them. And then in Lystra, after people came from Antioch and from Iconium to hate on Paul and Barnabas, Paul actually got stoned and left for dead. But... In all that, in all that plotting, in all that scheming, in all the plans to harm them, God wouldn't let it be so. They survived. And after they got out, after they got away, they went back to strengthen the people who were now where they had been. Let me make it simple. Out of everything you've been through, you survived. In spite of the, plights, the plots against you, you made it. In the face of adversity, you're still around. The old folks used to say it like this. You've been lied on, cheated, talked about, mistreated, buked, scorned, talked about, show as you're born. But the truth of the matter is God kept you. God protected you. God preserved you. He got you out of Antioch, Iconium, and Lystrum, as it were. And uh, and, and now, now that you've been strengthened, it's time to go back and strengthen somebody who is where you were. According to the scriptures, Paul and Barnabas do this in several ways. There are three ways I want to point out that Paul and Barnabas strengthen the believers. First of all, they strengthened the believers by number one, confirmation. The text says they were confirming the souls of the disciples. That word confirming in the original text means establishing, strengthening, making more firm. Now get this the people that they were confirming, they were already saved, already disciples, already students, already pupils. They have already entered into relationship with the Lord. They have already entered into training for life. But the text says Paul and Barnabas confirmed them in their souls. They went to strengthen them, to make them more firm. Because saints, here is the truth. Even those who already who are already on this walk of faith even those who are seeking the kingdom already even those who have already made a commitment to turn from their wicked ways even those who have already set their affections on things above even people who are already trying need to be confirmed in their soul they need to be strengthened they need to be established oh I know you can't say it because somebody might think you're weak, but there are those who are watching and who are listening to me right now as I preach who are feeling like the father who came to Jesus about his son who had a deaf and dumb spirit who said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. There are those under the sound of my voice right now who are feeling like, Yes, I trust him, but I need some grace so that I can trust him more. And it doesn't mean that you're less of a saint. It doesn't mean that you're not a believer. It doesn't mean that you're not in relationship with God. It doesn't mean that God has changed his mind about you. But everybody needs to be confirmed. Everybody needs to be strengthened, to be made firmer in their faith at some point in their lives. And the Bible tells us how it's supposed to happen. Romans 15 says that the ones that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak. The Bible gives us examples. You remember when Jesus was on his way to the cross and he told Peter, he says, Simon, that's Peter. He says, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith won't fail. And when you are converted, strengthen your brothers the Bible tells us how it's supposed to work Paul wrote to the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 3 blessed be God even the father of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of mercies and the God of all comfort who comforts us in our tribulation that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble you have been comforted so you can comfort others You have been strengthened so you can strengthen somebody else. You have been encouraged so you can encourage somebody who is now where you used to be. First of all, there was confirmation, but not only that. Paul and Barnabas strengthened the saints through not just confirmation, but number two, through exhortation. It's in the text. It says they were exhorting them to continue in the faith. That word exhorting in the Greek means to call to one side, to call for, to summon, to console, to encourage, to strengthen by consolation, uh, to comfort, to, to exhort, uh, to instruct, to teach. It is the same root that's at the word when Jesus was referring to the Holy Ghost and he said I'm going to send the comforter one who will come alongside you and prop you up and the Bible says that they were exhorting them they were encouraging them they were admonishing them they were teaching and instructing them to continue in the faith because sometimes Every now and then, even the faithful need some encouragement to continue in the faith. Sometimes, every now and then, even the faithful need some reminders to keep the faith. When it seems like everything is going awry, when it feels like everything is out of control, when we've been in pandemic mode for 11 months, when we haven't come together in the sanctuary for almost a year, when you've been separated from your children and your grandchildren and your friends, and celebrations have been postponed, and weddings have been delayed, and vacations have been interrupted, and plans have had to be reworked, when people that you love have been taken out by a virus you can't even see, when you can't go anywhere without a mask, when you can't shake anybody's hand or hug anybody's neck or eat anybody's food or see nothing but anybody's eyes behind a mask, when there's a circus in Washington, when there's uncertainty on Wall Street, when there's corruption in the church, When there's instability in your house, when there's depression in your mind and anxiety in your spirit, you just might need to be encouraged to continue in the faith. I know, I know. I know you can't say that to everybody. You can't tell everybody that because you're supposed to be the strong one. You've been saved a long time. You've been serving the Lord. You've got position and title and respect in the church, but I've got news for you. Everybody needs reminders sometimes. Everybody needs reminders like Isaiah 40. I remember... From when I was a boy, every time Reverend uh, Barry Wilson would get up to preach, he would quote it, Has thou not known, has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary, there is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Everybody needs reminders like Galatians chapter 6 at verse 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Everybody needs reminders like Lamentations 3, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases his mercies never come to an end, they are new every morning, great is thy faithfulness. Everybody needs reminders like 2 Corinthians chapter 4, this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison as we look not to the things that are seen but to the things which are unseen everybody needs reminders like deuteronomy 31 at verse 6 be strong and courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them or the lord your before because the lord your god goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you everybody needs reminders like psalm 27 you know what it said you can preach it with me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and fail. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me in this, will I be confident? One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord and to inquire in his temple for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me he shall set me upon a rock and now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies round about me therefore i will offer the sacrifices of joy i will sing afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand but it shall not come nigh thee everybody needs reminders like Psalm 121 I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help my help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth he will not suffer thy foot to be moved he that keepeth thee will not slumber behold he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep the Lord is your keeper the Lord is your shade on your right hand the sun won't smite you by day nor the moon by night the Lord shall preserve you from all evil everybody needs reminders sometimes just one more Everybody needs reminders like Romans 8, around about verse 14. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. But you've got to keep reading on down to at least verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them, that love God to them who are the call according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he did also predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say then to these things if God before us... Who can be against us? I'm, I'm not quite ready to close. I'm, I'm sorry, but everybody needs some confirmation. Everybody needs a word of exhortation sometimes. But then finally, they strengthen the saints with a word about number three, tribulation. Now that doesn't make much sense. We got confirmation. We got Exhortation, those sound like good things, but what in the world can you tell me to strengthen me talking about tribulation? Well, it's it's in the text. I don't write this stuff, I just report it. The Bible says we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. God help us. One of the ways that Paul and Barnabas strengthen the saints is by telling them the truth about tribulation. I recognize that there are those preachers and ministries that would have us to believe that because we're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost that we don't ever have to go through anything. That because we belong to God, we don't have to have any tribulation. But I've come to tell you that the Bible says We must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. And we can't pray enough. We can't worship enough. We can't dance enough. We can't speak in tongues enough. We can't fast enough. We can't give enough or serve enough to keep tribulation from coming our way the Bible says must that word must it means it is necessary there is a need for it, it behooves us it is right and proper for us to go through I'll come back to that word in just a minute now, not just tribulation but much tribulation that word much in the original text I'm sorry it doesn't mean anything else it means much it means many it means large it means a lot of it it means big tribulation the word tribulation literally means pressing or pressure Uh, you must go through big pressure you must go through much pressure you do know the difference between a lump of coal and a diamond the difference between a lump of coal and a diamond is nothing but time and pressure. Maybe that's why you're feeling like you're feeling right now. Maybe that's why it feels like the walls are closing in. Maybe that's why it feels as if, if, if there's one more thing you might explode from all the pressure. Maybe it's because God is making a diamond out of you. Here's what Job said. He knows the way that I take, and when he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. We must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. You've got to go through it to enter the reign of God to enter the territory of God's supreme reign and authority can I put that into Winston translation you're not going to get to heaven without tribulation and neither will you see his kingdom, his reign, his rule his lordship here on earth without some tribulation I know I'm right isn't it something that nothing will drive you into kingdom faster than trouble Nothing will make you seek his kingdom first and his righteousness faster than tribulation. Oh, we'll play around with repentance until we really get in some trouble. We'll halfway pray until we get in some trouble. We'll give him a praise that we feel like until we get in some trouble. We'll try to stay on our own throne of our lives until trouble comes to get us off of it nothing will make us run to his throne like tribulation ah but I cannot close this message without going back to one little word that we kind of glossed over although I told you we'd come back to it let me come back to it now and I'll close and get on out of the way if you'll give me B flat and it's the word that we'll use to close out this sermon today, and that word is through. The Bible says we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom. I love the Bible because every word matters, and the fact that the Holy Spirit had Luke to record that word in that verse is a message of encouragement today. Would you just take a second and put it in the comments or put it in a direct message or text somebody or call somebody or yell into the kitchen and tell them I'm going through because the word through means that it's temporary. The word through means that this is not my stopping point the word through means that where I am is not where I will be the word through means that this too shall pass that word through means as sure as I'm in it I will come out of it the word through means that this is seasonal we must go through tribulation we must go through trials i'm going through this pressure i'm going through this testing i'm going through this pandemic I'm going through through this mess this trouble didn't come to take me out it came to take me over this test will result in my testimony this battle will end in my victory this race this persecution will end up in my praise the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord delivers him out of them all the Bible says in this world you shall have tribulation be of good cheer I have already overcome the world the Bible says thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ how did he get the victory I'm so glad you asked me he lived a sinless life he died a sinner's death He was buried in a borrowed tomb. But early, on Sunday morning, he got up with all power, with all power. And because Jesus got up, because he got up in the victory, you will get up with victory i've come to tell you i've come to encourage you i've come to strengthen you i've come to tell you as the prophet of god you're gonna make it you're gonna weather this storm you're gonna stand this test you will keep the
0: faith hold your head up stick your chest out Cry your weeping eyes. I've got news for you. I've got news for you. At the end of the story, you win. Hallelujah. You win. 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 You win you win
2: you win you win you've got the victory so you already you already know what to do don't wait until the battle is over
0: you can shout you can shout you can shout right now hallelujah
2: Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Give it to him right there. Right where you are. Through, through, through. Yea, though I walk through the valley. I'm coming through just as sure as he got me to it he'll get me through it and just as sure as he get me through it he'll bring me out of it I'm going through your trouble had a start date glory to God and your trouble has an end date this pandemic had a start date and this pandemic has an expiration date. I just come to encourage you today. You're gonna to be all right. You're coming through this, and you're coming out better than you went in. You're coming out more powerful and you went in you went in relying on you God help us but you're coming out relying on God let me just be blessed my brother be blessed my sister be blessed wherever This life leads you. Let me encourage you. Let me speak life to you. You can depend on God to see you through. And you can depend on me To pray for you. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. Be blessed wherever this life leads you. Let me encourage you. Let me. Speak life to you. You can depend on God to see you through. You can depend on me to pray for you. You might be hurting, you might be crying. You might be worrying and frustrated too but let me encourage you let me speak life to you You can depend on God to see you through and you can depend on me To pray for you, I'll pray for you, yes, sir, and you pray for me and watch God change things. I'll pray for you, you pray for me watch God change things oh I'll pray for you and would you please pray for me and watch God change things watch him turn it around oh yeah I'll pray for you And please pray for me, yes. And watch God change things. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? I'll pray for you. And please don't stop praying for me. And watch God change things. Oh, I'll pray for it i'll pray for you and you pray for me and watch god change things yes sir get your phone and text somebody and tell them right now i'll pray for you yes and you pray for me yeah yeah and watch god change things hallelujah go into the other room and tell somebody in your house i'll pray for you i won't stop praying for you and you don't stop praying for me and watch god change things watch him turn it around i will i will pray for you and you pray for me and watch god change I'm trying my best to move on. But I promise, I promise he'll turn it around. I promise he'll turn it around. As I pray for you and you pray for me, watch God. I will pray for you and you pray for me. And watch God change things.
0: Oh, I pray for you.
1: Uh, you pray for me. We're gonna watch God change things. Yeah. Oh, I
0: pray for you pray
1: for me and was God changing. Thanks be unto God who gives us the victory. Thanks be unto God who gives us the victory through our Lord and Savior, through, Bishop said, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He's the only one to our God. He's the only one, the only way to our God. So this time I ask you to open up your hearts, open up your minds, And if you would like to give your hearts and your life back to Christ, we can do that this time. Pray this prayer with me. Lord, thank you for saving me. Thank you for loving me. Lord, thank you for pulling me through. It's only through your son, Jesus, that you have pulled me through and got me through it through this point. In your name we pray, God. Amen. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.